2: The
0: Fantasy Six Pack Hour with your hosts Joe Bob and AJ Appleton.
3: Cut All right, welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me, as usual, AJ Eppigarth. What's up, man? Uh, nice, ni- nice, nice gear. Yeah, just you know. I wonder why we're wearing yeah, this. I just
0: threw on the old, uh, the old jersey, seeing what's Smashed. going
3: on. Mash the ball game. Oh yeah, yeah, that was phenomenal.
0: There was I like eat. ten turnovers in that game. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I did not catch the first half. Picked it up in the third though, while I was working and. Was pretty excited, Uh, you know. I was score checking a little bit for the first half, and I was like, "I got, I just got to turn this on." So, was able yeah. to uh have it kind of in the periphery. That's a good game, man. Good. The- glad, glad to see Tech back in back
3: in the bowls. Glad to see them on the winning side of the bowls. Yeah, yeah, something you know, we used to get there a lot, but I feel like we wouldn't win a lot of them. It was weird. Yeah, um, but glad, glad to see that this uh, the program on the on the uptick. It feels like um. You know, I don't think we're ever going to get back to being able to compete for national championships. Unfortunately, it's just college football landscape has changed drastically and just, in my opinion, been been skewed heavily.
0: (laughs) Oh, nice! Coach Pry bobblehead that I got uh, a year or so ago. It's like,
3: oh yeah, forget about this thing. Good stuff. Yeah, but like I was saying, I I don't think teams like Virginia Tech. You're going to see teams like them very often compete for national championships with the nils and things like that now like it's so weighted in the favor of these massive schools and so it's going to take a a long time for somebody else to catch up to those programs and be able to compete and pay the money i was looking it up the other day i was just curious like the, the 2024 like recruiting the average nil for like virginia tech is like you know eighteen thousand dollars a kid maybe 30 I forget um the average for like Ohio State it's like a hundred and seventy thousand there's some kid going to Ohio State getting 700k Must like nice. it's just ridiculous like and that and that's these kids that have come in they've never played it down to college football you know we're already hearing these like Nil deals for these you know for guys like Harrison you know stick you know possibly sticking around getting Tens of millions of dollars yeah. to, to, you know, offer to him to stay. I mean, that's, that's just ridiculous. So yeah. I hope the NCAA does something about it. I know we talked about it on the show before. I really hope they do. And, you know, they can figure out a way to like kind of clamp down on it a little bit and kind of even the playing field for some of these schools. But I just don't think they can. I don't think they can. I don't literally don't think there's that, almost anything they can do for it about it. But anyway, man, um We got a good show tonight. I know we're doing it early on Wednesday, so thank you for everybody who's tuning in already. Um, We got a good show for you to get you ready for your fantasy football championships. And... um First, we jump in though. Uh, before we jump in though, just want to remind everybody: hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, um, thumbs up, whatever you're watching, wherever you're listening, leave those reviews. We appreciate it, and um, you know we love hearing from you. And um, yeah, of course, you know we've got our all our all uh, our all access. I have not been drinking, I swear. Um, our all access memberships over fantasy six pack. Uh, you can still jump in there if you want for football. I get it; the season's over, but we're gonna have DFS you know, this week, next week through the playoffs to help you like, look, it will pay for itself. I promise you like Dave, Eddie, Chris Robin, Keith Fleming, those guys over there, you know, giving the DFS advice over here on Fantasy six pack and within our discord, they have profited probably what 12, 13 of the week so far on the season. That is a massive least, yeah. positive, you know, bankroll there. So, um, you're gonna you know you can win the, the the membership money back and then some trust me and then we're gonna have baseball coming soon uh january i'll be i'll be pumping out a bunch of articles myself and uh you know get the rest of the crew jumping in here so without further ado though let's bring in our guest here and it is mr jeff bell from the football guys what is up man how's it going thanks for joining
2: Hey guys, how are you? I'm doing great. You know, we're in that week between Christmas and New Year's and Fantasy Championship Week, and we're finally here. And I think that a lot of us, the grind, we're kind of ground down to the point that yeah. we're kind of ready for it. But at the same time, it is gone in a flash. It does feel like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, soon. Uh,
3: I, yeah, I, I feel the. Uh, I, I feel the the end is near, and I'm welcoming it. Uh, I think I was listening to Jeff Ratcliffe on Sirius XM. Uh, was, it was this morning, and he was like, Yeah, I have a little bit of senioritis. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> you know, this used to be the week, this was like, the, we were done. This, yeah. this didn't matter. Weeks yeah. up, didn't matter for rankings, like, nobody plays, right? And so, I feel it, man. I'm drained. It's been a long season. I'm ready just to like, you know, I kind of just want to enjoy this last week of the year, but we, you know, I enjoy talking about this, but it would have been nice to have like the break instead, but it'll come next week uh, and we'll, we'll take January off. So I'm sure you're looking forward to it too, Jeff, but, uh,
2: It's it's one of those that I I vividly remember when we were going to the 18 week schedule, the 17 games, I was kind of I was on Twitter like, are we sure we want to add an extra week to the fantasy season like or like, what do we still be done in week 16 and just maybe enjoy two weeks at the end instead of just one but um, it is, uh, you know, I got done. I thought about it morning with my. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I got done with my final cut of rankings, or my first cut of rankings for the final week, and so that yes, one of those things that you you move through the week and you've got your checkpoints throughout the week, and and then you know, the final week you're doing them, you're kind of like, oh man, this is the last week we're doing this until next September.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. It, I you know you bring up a good point, and you know we're seeing things happen already this week, and we'll get into it with the news where look injuries have piled up like crazy there's kind of nothing you can do about that but with the extra week right maybe we wouldn't have to deal with some of these guys missing the games in week 17 if you end it early right um and then we're we're getting players benched early this year and you know when when it was you know, said that the season was going to get extended by weeks. And like, Oh, cool. Okay. Now we're going to play 17 week fantasy seasons. It was like, what? Like, are we sure there aren't going to be teams that are just going to be like, we're already out of it. So we're not going to put our starters in, you know, it's kind of like for baseball, right. And for fantasy basketball, I always lean to ending a week or so early with those types of leagues, because same thing in baseball, right? You get, That last week or so of the season where teams that are either they've already clinched, they have nothing to play for. They're getting they're getting their their rotation set up for the playoffs. So, you know, if it's the Yankees, right, Garrett Cole may not pitch that last Thursday before the playoffs start next Monday. You know, and you're so you're losing like arguably one of the best pitchers in baseball from your from your roster that last week to where if you just ended a week early, he still has something to play for, he was pitching. Same thing in basketball, it happens all the time, right? Teams tanking, they're 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 benching their stars, um, and they're playing these like young guys. And to me, it's like, do we want to deal with that? So I don't I'm gonna have a conversation. I've already thought about it and I'm glad you brought it up, like to to get into like Let's end on week 16. Like, let's just not yeah. even worry about it anymore. Cause I'm telling you there. And like I said, we're going to get into this news here and guys, I know you're, we got some questions. I'll, I'll we'll get to those in a second. I want to get through the news first and then, and then we'll hop on these questions. Uh, I promise. But, uh, we talked about the benching. So let's just jump right into it. So we'll start with the first one. Sam Howell has had two abysmal weeks in a row, been benched in the middle of the game, both times seeing Jacoby Brissett come in and perform fairly well. Um, so now we're going to the week 17, Sam Howell, who was, you know, everybody's kind of like, man, he's, he's, he's the next up and coming quarterback. Like he was the guy like, Oh man, he's the real deal. Like the, the commanders really nailed this pick. And I, I, this has gone South very quickly. Um, I was one who was all in on him, not all in on him before the season, but like it started, I was a little bit higher on him than some, I, I kind of thought he was better than people were letting him, you know, talking him up to be, but then as the season went on, people started to jump on the train, and then it, it kind of got out of out of hand, in my opinion. It was kind of like, all right, he's not this good, but okay. Like, sure. Um, well, you know, what's your thoughts with this offense though, with Brissett there? Like, is this a good thing? Now they're playing San Fran, so that's always a a, a pretty risky matchup there. But you know, what's your thoughts here?
2: I think that Brissette gives them a better chance to win, which in the big picture probably isn't a good thing for the Commanders because you want to lose these last two games to I mean, being realistic about the draft standing. And and I think that uh, Howell has just gotten beat up, and I do think that that's a big part of it, that it's it takes a lot for somebody to be able to stand in there game after game, especially the way that he's been knocked around, and especially a young player like that in his first real experience doing that. That being said, you know, you've got Caleb Williams, you've got Drake May coming up in this draft. And so if they're the commanders are sitting there in a position to add one of those guys or maybe a small jump up to add one of those guys, I think that that's the direction that they need to explore and they need to go that way. Um, I, I, You know, I was happy for Sam Howell and he was entertaining and he was putting up especially fantasy production. But being that fifth round quarterback, it's just you—you you really have to knock it out of the park to not move in a different direction, especially when you end up with a record up here. That being said, I, I've got Brissett. Brissett, there's like Brissett, Gardner Minshew. There's like these handful of quarterbacks that are in between being actual starters and being uh, just kind of you know bad backups. Um, they, and I always joke that there's these guys should sit in a pool. And so, whenever ever a starter goes down, you can pull one out of the pool instead of having like everybody having their own backup. But um, no, I think Brissett is uh, uh he's a professional quarterback, and I think that he will be able to run the offense well. Um, tough matchup against San Francisco, certainly coming off that loss last week. That being said, I do think he gives them a better shot to win the game.
0: Yeah, how how for me is. It is a shame to see this happen because he was balling out, you know, aside from that Buffalo game in week three, I mean, he was putting up massive numbers to start the season. Um, and then, you know, again, fell off in week seven against the Giants. Um, I mean, his crowning achievement for me was week 10 because I had hurts on the buy and fishbowl and I somehow managed to score the 11th highest points, clenching my 13 wins to get to the playoffs. Um, that's long since passed at this point but that was a great week for for Hal and for me Um, you know I I agree that Brissett is he's a professional quarterback he's been in this league a while he's had good success um, you know in a bunch of different schemes and on a bunch of different teams Mm -hmm. Um, you know it's just interesting to see the the change in the fact that uh i think it was two weeks ago against the rams when he came in oh well we're we're gonna preserve Howell we he's he's still our starter we just need to preserve him for next week because this game's out of hand and then you go in against the jets and he gets throttled again so you know I'm i'm glad they're not hiding it you know rivera I don't know if you can really say he's coaching for his job anymore at this point. I think that's no, he's, also he's a done. foregone <laughs> conclusion that that he will be outed uh, at the end of the year. So I, I think it is wiser for Washington <clears throat> to try to you know tank for a better pick if that's the way they want to go, or at least see what you have with Brissett And if you want to, if the new regime wants to at least keep him around as uh, you know a mentor or whatnot. We'll see. That's that's a, a big I doubt you know, that's happening.
3: Shot um, but yeah, my you know, I don't know. Like I, I'm a Commanders fan. Um, like I said, I, I was a little, I, I was a little bit more optimistic about Sam Howell than a lot of people, especially even the day of the pick. I remember, you know, AJ. I was, I was talking to Jason, our good friend Jason. Yeah. Um, and he was just like, "What the hell, Sam Howell's terrible!" And I was like. hey. He's not as bad as a fifth round pick. Let's be real; like yeah. he should have never fallen that far. Um, I mean, he, he was coming into that season as a Heisman Trophy candidate, and it just North Carolina just wasn't good. He was yeah. still good, like it. So it shocked me that he fell. Um, it was a little bit because of Malik Willis and how far he fell, and nobody was trying to take a quarterback before Malik Willis went third. And then all of a sudden, all the rest of the dominoes fell. And so it just kind of, you know, that's what happened. So Speaking I kind of thought quarterbacks. Like, yeah, I mean, it, the commanders, you know, they they got a bit of a gift in the fifth round. I still think he can be a solid quarterback in this league. This team just sort of fell apart. Like, and, and there's kind of, and yeah, it's been a long season. He's been just beaten up. Um, I do think, though, like from a fantasy perspective, this is really good for the guys like Terry McLaurin, right? Uh, even, even Johan Dotson, right? Like we're, we're going to see a better offense. Now, of course, the 49ers, <laughs> a terrible, a terrible matchup, right? So you're not expecting, you know, fireworks here, but you're probably going to get better from Terry McLaurin than you would have gotten with, with Hal there. And so take it with a grain of salt, but as far as like the NFL standpoint goes and like just being a fan and, for the future i hope they lose and i kind of still think they will lose especially against the 49ers but um i don't I forget who they play in week 18 um but I, i'm hoping they lose that one too and then yeah i don't know what they'll do in the draft because they'll probably have a top four pick at that point and you know drake may might be there that'll be interesting to two north carolina quarterbacks <laughs> that would be very, very interesting hey man hey i remember you <laughs> yeah. um So yeah, that, that'll be interesting. So, um, you know, AJ, I was, I put these notes in and I completely didn't even realize that at the time. So I missed Ras bowl finals by one spot. It legit would not have mattered. I had, I have no chance. It didn't, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Both my quarterbacks going into week 17 were Sam Howell and Russell Wilson. (laughs) who just got benched for (laughs) signing a contract that they don't want to own up to anymore. Apparently is what this has come down to. So they're trying to find a way to get out of it. And I guess there's something in it to where like, I don't know. I, I don't even understand it completely. I read something and maybe Jeff, you know better than me. I don't know. It's do you like he, if he doesn't pass the physical or something. So I guess they're worried he might get hurt. And then if he doesn't pass the physical, he like the 37 or 70 whatever it is million guaranteed is like there so they're just putting him on the bench to keep him healthy is that kind of what it is? From what yes. I understand. Yeah, they're concerned yes. if he did
2: get hurt at the end of the year Um, that his money would um, I, I don't know if automatically vests is the right way to say it. But yeah, they would be on the hook for his full contract. Uh, there was another. So early on today, they announced the benching and moving to Jarrett Siddham. And then I saw I think it was Josana Anderson it was, or somebody else came out and said the they're going to release him. Um, yeah. Yeah. To- he's gone the the new year league year in March that that they've already made that decision. Um, there was another backstory on it that I saw that they came to him after the Kansas City game, and I think they I don't know if it was they asked him to restructure his contract, and he would basically laughed at them. And um, I think that that kind of was out there. I don't I don't exactly know what uh, happened, but I did see a little bit of a note on that too.
3: We have it. I think Mike, you're the one who's been tweeting about it all day, but it was something about. Or maybe you didn't put this one. He, um, no, I, I saw that. And it's something about he, they asked him to like defer it or something like defer the, the money. The Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, it, it's nuts, man. So look, we could we could go on about this, but I guess from a fantasy scenes stand- standpoint, that's what we're here for. You know, some people got there with Russ Wilson. So, you know, you hopefully somebody like a Nick Mullins is still sitting out there on your waivers. Um, I don't think you really want to go get Jarrett Stidham, but I don't know. Maybe you have to pray for Jacoby Brissett, you know, just slinging it around and, and getting some points. I don't know. It's not going to be pretty if you were relying on Russ Wilson. I, I mean, I, I almost made the finals in two leagues with Russ and just barely missed in both. So it, I would have been in that, in that scenario. Um, but with Jarrett Stidham there, like, Any hope for this offense to really do much of anything? They do get the Chargers, so it is pretty nice matchup. The Chargers have been just there's games where that defense is on, and there's games where that defense is like, nah, I don't really feel like playing today. It feels like, yeah. (laughs) So, what's your thoughts here with you know Javante Williams and Cortland Sutton if he's healthy, Jerry Judy, Marvin Mims, those guys with with Stidham under center? They
2: they definitely against Buffalo last week. They played different. They had lot more of the too high and a lot sitting back and allowing things to kind of happen in front of them whereas I think with Brain and Staley they were a bit more aggressive in that kind of a cover three cloud they like to play and that allowed players to allow big plays they kind of eliminated that against Buffalo if you take out the big plays against Denver and they've been pretty solid against the run this this year so Javante Williams we've seen him score a couple touchdowns but at the same time like the efficiency hasn't been there at all when given opportunity and so I do kind of expect this to be an uglier game. And every time I say that, every time I say that every week, it ends up being a 31 to 28 game. But um, no, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. It, I, you look for better options, I would say right now, versus the Denver offense. I mean, Sutton yeah. and I guess Javante were the only two pieces I really felt good about. Russell Wilson, if you were in a super flex, yes. Uh, but I mean, with Sutton holding that concussion and kind of being that questionable tag... It's going to be a rough go, but if you have Javante, you're probably going to play him absent clear better options.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, that's
3: great about this offense, but uh, we'll it's see. surprising
0: yeah. to me because their comments are like, we're not happy with the offense. I mean, Russ threw a touchdown in every game, um, at least one. Um, you know, he's rushed for three of them. He right now, he's the ninth um, position rank for a quarterback. Um, at least uh, on ESPN, what I'm looking at, he may be different in other leagues, but that's pretty damn good for fantasy. And you know, you would think it's pretty good for the NFL, but I get it. Denver's just had a disappointing season, so it's it's a weird turn of events. Um, yeah, I would agree. I I'd be definitely, you know, looking at any other option other than than Stidham right now. I just don't think that this offense is really going to get. You know, all of a sudden, get going and get fired up. This isn't like a, hey, we need to really ramp up the troops this week. We're going to bench uh, Russ and bring in Stidham. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it it's been interesting. Like, I mean, I, he's had some
3: games and he's put up some points uh, for fantasy. Um, it just the offense really hasn't gotten gotten firing on all cylinders as we were hoping. And and look like, I don't think we really need to talk about this one. But you know, another quarterback getting benched. Devito gets benched for Tyrod again. Uh, we're back to Tyrod, so just uh, a disaster here. The quarterback situation this this year has been crazy. Saw some tweet, I don't remember who put it out, but like they put out a tweet of all the quarterbacks who have started one game this season. It is, is the longest list I've ever seen for that, ever. Uh, it's crazy. So uh, before we jump into our start sit questions to kind of preview our rankings, though, we've got a bunch of questions here, so I want to make sure we get to those. And we will start with... Uh, with Chad here, so let me blow up my screen here so I can actually read this stuff. Um, hey guys, got a mess at quarterback in industry league. Dropped uh, T Law and Goff. Added Russ. <laughs> yeah, added Carr, Bryce, Zappy. Also have access to Rudolph Stidham, Tyrod. Um, so okay. So wait, I'm I'm kind of confused. I would,
0: actually, yeah. Sounds like he dropped t golf, Golf and he added Russ, added Carr and Bryce and Zappy, but he also has access to Rudolph, Stidham, Tyrod, Mullins, and Heineke. Uh, I'm guessing half PPR. I mean, um, Mullins would be my pick out of those yeah. Mullins. options. By a lot <laughs>
2: Car I think would be the two that I would Those look would at be the two I would target. Yeah.
0: Carr. yeah Carr's I mean, been out of his mind right now. So Lawrence
3: may not even play. I get golf doesn't have a great matchup, but also like, I mean, I could be a shootout Could that be that an game i'd be interesting it's gonna what be what my you.
2: highest ranked out of the group um yeah i get down to my rankings and, and i know that that yeah. palace defense is scary but i think the total is like 53 and a half or something like that and the next highest total on, on the slate is like 46 so that it's uh i do expect a little bit of a shootout on saturday night there
3: yeah i mean i've yeah. got mullins higher right now but i mean golf is good too. So it would be pretty close for me between golf and Mullins. I don't know if you're going to be able to pick golf back up at this point. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's an interesting one there. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Deanna, good, good job, man. You're in three championships. Good, Congrats, man. Um, next Connor Ridley or Warren full PPR. Does it change with T law sitting slash playing? It does. Probably. I don't don't know. I think I still just go really, like, I don't don't really really... like
0: Warren. I don't
2: either. I I would agree with that. I think that Warren's got a pretty, uh, you know, you're in your championship, and so shoot for the ceiling. And I think that Ridley has a, a much higher ceiling than Jalen Warren. Uh, to be realistic, I know Carolina's had a pretty tough run, uh, pass defense, and J.C. Horn being back there, it's a tougher matchup for Calvin Ridley than I think that you would really like. But um, I would think that there would be a higher ceiling with Ridley than Jalen Warren.
3: Yeah, Warren is. I mean, he's shown a couple flashes here and there. I think. You know, like Twitter right really wants him to be a thing yeah, and I just keep looking at the usage every week and I'm like, he's not taking over like Twitter is telling me yeah. no. <laughs> it's just it's if you read Twitter, you think Jalen Warren is like the guy in in Pittsburgh. Go look at the the usage. It has not been that way. So careful. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, his usage well, is in I mean, PPR. That's that's really it. Not, so. but not even really.
3: Yeah. Like it's yeah. not as I mean, it's bad. Like it's not as
2: drastic as you think um yeah. it's, it's it's we just have like these defaults and you know it was always zeke and pollard but you've got the bruiser back that and if you follow football you know the guy that is carrying it between the tackles is going to take a beating and he's trying to move the ball forward and then yeah. the change of pace back comes in and looks like he shot out of a cannon yeah. and so when That's you're like condensing that and looking at the highlight <laughs> highlights you're like well Najee's is terrible look at this he can't even move and then oh oh warren had this 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 uh Shot yeah, or whatnot. he's getting the ball in space. Like, this is how big football plays. works, man.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if you look at it over like the course of the season, like you see target percentage for Najee, it's seven percent for Jalen Warren, it's fifteen percent. So yeah, cool, like double, but that's like two targets a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not that much, so. and and he might not even be catching all two of those targets every game, and some of those games. Literally, Najee has out targeted him. So Warren. So that doesn't even matter. It's just weird. Like it it is what it is. Um, you know, give me the guy that's getting double the amount of carries. You know, he's touching the ball twice as many times as Jalen Warren. That's that's who I want. So uh, pick one here. This is uh Malcolm Merriweather, um craft Otten, Conklin, Everett, Henry Akonku need one tight end. Man, if Henry plays, how do you not go for that in a championship? None of those guys excite me, honestly. Um, if Henry doesn't play, I think I go Craft.
2: I have Oconqua just in front of Kraft, um, and it's really just because of what we saw last week with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. He had those six targets, 60-plus yards, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I think with Tannehill at quarterback, we might be dealing with a little bit of a different offense than with Will Levis, and that's why I default to Oconqua. Yeah, I'm. I've got
3: Everett Akonku, and Kraft kind of all smashed together in my rankings. Um, it's weird. Yeah. Like Everett actually might be the safest one because he's yeah. seeing a high volume share. Uh, that offense just without Keenan Allen, you know. So if Allen doesn't play, Everett's going to see six, seven, eight targets. It seems like so that might be the safest. akanku um, probably has a little bit better touchdown upside, but I, yeah. I don't know. I think if if Henry actually plays like him and him and um Zappi, man. They've been they've been connecting. So, I would go there. Right now, I've got Henry way down cuz I don't really think he's going to play, but yeah. Uh and then I don't know if this is the last one. I know we got, we got bombarded here at the beginning here. Yeah. Uh Browning at Kansas City or Flacco at the Jets. Ooh. Both I'm pretty I'm riding the Flacco. Out. I know no, i'm uh, kind wave. of
0: thinking the same thing um revenge game you know of sorts i guess kind of if um you can call it that.
2: <laughs> yeah i i do have Flacco ranked above browning I, I, you wish it was any other mat i mean the revenge game angle is fun but the commanders were able to move the ball against the jets last week so that is yeah. the one thing you lay on.
3: yeah and i mean Flacco's a sling it right now so yeah, I'd ride the Flacco train here, and Brownie's been okay, but Kansas City's defense has been stingy. Good, like yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, all right, let's put these on pause for a second. Oh, oh there we go. Um, yeah, one more. J. S. Nick Mullins, Jaron Hall, <clears throat> or Jaron Hall, Eason Stick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Nick Mullins might get benched. We don't know. Like that makes no sense. Um, Ethan Stick, Trevor Simeon need two for my QB and a super flex. Um. I mean, obviously, it's Nick Mullins if he plays. Oh,
2: yeah. I'll go Easton. St- I, don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I kind of yeah. like Stick. Simeon totally. got the ball to, to Hall and to Wilson last week, finally. But yeah. at the same time, you're going up against that Cleveland defense on a short week. That really makes me nervous.
0: Yeah, I, I would lean Mullins and stick there. Yeah, if Mullins
3: doesn't play, though... I mean, Jaron Hall showed literally nothing when he was in earlier this year, so I don't want anything to do with him. So I guess it would be sticking and Simeon. And, man, best of luck. <laughs> that's, that's that's rough, man. Um, all right, let's jump into these questions. And so, Jeff, what we do here is we go position by position. Uh, Mike, our producer, voice in the sky, will ask the question, and we start with you, and we go clockwise around the the video screen or whatever <laughs> i would say the room but it's not a room um and yeah we just answered the start so question that he proposes to us so mike you've got the floor man
1: all right thank you for that introduction <clears throat> joe and uh since you are a special guest jeff as he said you get to go first and you get to start us off with uh patrick pahomes against the Bengals or brock purdy against the commanders in a rebound game
2: yeah two plus matchups here but i do i i have purdy over patrick mahomes and it feels weird to say it and and it's just kind of one of those things you have to go with what you're seeing uh washington i don't know if they could be a better matchup given the spot that san francisco is in Cincinnati's a great matchup for mahomes too but it's it's you know i sat there on christmas day and, and you see the kickoff and you see patrick mahomes out there and you you wait for what your brain is telling you should happen and then it never happens and so i think that purdy is in a great rebound spot and i do think that in your championship weeks purdy has a higher ceiling than what we've seen out of mahomes this year
3: yeah i've got these guys back to back right now so i mean you know pick your poison here um my gut tells me to go with purdy this uh this washington commander's defense is bad and um i think the niners are going to come out you know, looking for blood, man. That they they, they they want to prove everybody
0: wrong. You know, and be like, no, nah, we we belong. Yeah, uh, this one I would say I'm I'm also going with Purdy. He definitely needs to rebound. Um, now there there was you know talk about him suffering that stinger or re injuring a, a stinger that he you know dealt with a couple weeks ago. Um, I I don't know if that really has much to do with everything. Um, but keep an eye on that, you know, since he has given up two touchdowns and, uh, 300 plus yards in, uh, in three of their last four, well, just under 300 against Pittsburgh last week. But again, that was Mason Rudolph. So we'll say that's a, you know, an average of 300 just for the, uh, the, the handicap there. So they can be thrown on. Um, Kansas City's offense just looks like they're in trouble right now. And, you know, I think it's going to take Mahomes having a really good game to write to that ship. But I, it's not just him. You know, it's, it's everybody. So I, I'm leaning Pruddy, uh, Purdy as well.
1: All right, well that's not that's not fun when you sweep me. Um but we move on. All right, this one this one will be tougher, I hope. Joe, you got Baker Mayfield against the Saints or Tua Tagovailoa. Oh man, I butchered it. Tua Tagovailoa at the Ravens.
3: I'm going with Baker. Uh Tua hasn't looked great. Uh he'll be most likely losing Waddle, and I know Tyreek Hill is, you know, the the engine that that turns that that offense a little bit more than, than Waddle does. Um, <clears throat> but you know, HN's not doesn't look like he's fully healthy either. Hill doesn't look like he's fully healthy. Um, after that, that that ankle that he suffered a couple that ankle injury that he suffered a couple weeks ago. The offense is sort of just I don't know, they're kind of a neutral. Like they're they're still doing all right, but two is not really doing what we You know, we're seeing earlier on this year, Baltimore, you know, is, you know, probably the worst, if not one of the worst, you know, matchups out there. Um, The, the saints, um, you know, they're where, I don't where are they on this list, man? Uh, I mean, uh, they're not a great matchup either, uh, but man, Baker's on fire right now. Uh, So I'm, I'm, I'm going to just stick with with what's working and uh, stay away from that Baltimore defense too that just pretty much embarrassed the 49ers a couple of nights ago. So
0: yeah, I mean, looking at at Tua he's had uh you know only two touchdowns in a game once in his last 5 and that was against Washington. So uh you know, you're not getting any kind of upside from him <laughs> with rushing Um, he's also dealing with a thumb and quad issue. We've already talked about the other injuries on this, the squad. I am not pitting him against Baltimore this week in Baltimore. Um, you know, maybe it's a hangover game for the Ravens. I don't think so. This is for the number one seed. You know, they, they are going to come out fighting in this game. Um, the Ravens that is. So I'm leaning Mayfield. He's been, you know really good lately and you know the rams just put on a clinic with stafford and puka um last week against new orleans so yeah i think this is a pretty easy call for me
2: yeah. It's an easy. sweep for me. Um, I think Baker Mayfield, if Jacksonville could have pushed them at all last week, I think Baker Mayfield could have gone for 400 yards and four touchdowns the way that he was playing early in that game. Um, to, uh, you know, Kyle Hamilton is on the injury list, I think. And so kind of wait and see on that one, but I, that's not going to affect the decision. I don't think you feel a little bit better against the Ravens defense. If he does miss Jalen Waddle, I believe will be out for the rest of the regular mm-hmm. season. Um, and yeah, you mentioned that, um, Tyreek Hill is dinged up as well. And and so I think it's just pretty easily moving with Mayfield.
3: Yeah. I mean, I knew Baker was playing well. I actually didn't know how well he's the number two scoring fantasy quarterback in the last three weeks. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I did not, I did not realize it was that good. Yeah. Um,
2: That's all a, I got. Joe Flacco number four. Yeah. <laughs> i'm in a big pool where you you pick uh you pick a guy once that so you like you could play everybody once and mm. i played baker last week i'm i'm in first place luckily um there's like 100 nice. plus people in there which is wow pretty cool but i played mayfield last week and like his start i'm like all right let's go we're gonna have a 40 point week out of mayfield and then <laughs> jacksonville just had nothing to be able to push him at all
3: yeah oh jeez. yeah
1: all, all right. right sorry mike
3: i know we got oh, the for, uh the week
1: oh for two i got six more chances though yeah, I haven't been swept. Um, I haven't been swept on all of them yet.
3: Yeah, I think we got a couple more questions. If we want to roll through these real quick before we move on, yeah. Uh, so we got uh, Dion here with the defense question. I throw that one up.
1: There you
3: go. So Buffalo or Cleveland? I'm going Cleveland against the Jets. I just yeah. Give me, give me. Uh, and Cleveland's the better D. Um, and then Cleveland or Philly? Give, give me Cleveland again. Uh, it's a clean sweep for Cleveland for me. You guys agree? I agree. I'm yeah. um, with that. Yeah, it's your
1: lucky uh, night, Joe. You got a kicker question?
3: Oh boy. Oh, um, Oof. Sanders, Dano Carson, Myers, McLaughlin. Look, <laughs>
0: I do my kicker rankings. I like McLaughlin. Yeah, um, it'd be like a one A, one B with him and maybe Carlson for me. I mean, I've got Sanders ranked higher right now for whatever reason.
3: It seems, yeah, sure. Ravens. McLaughlin. yeah, and maybe they'll just, you know, they'll be good enough to move the ball in the field goal range. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> I hope for not go, that horrible out, weather in there's Smarter
2: people than me, go, go check out like Denny Carter or somebody like that. Because I, I know when I, come I mean I'm figures, okay. I just pick the range. highest projected on my site, and I'll go ahead and go with it.
3: I know. I mean, I, I do. I you know, I do okay with kicker rankings, but um, I'll be honest. Yeah, there's probably better um, people to ask for kickers than me. But I'll, I'll go Sanders and McLaughlin for me. Mendelians um, is all over the kicker game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, pick two: Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, Connor, Jack Henry, A-chan.
0: Uh, Barkley, and Henry. Simple name value pick. <laughs> Philly's Barkley still good against the run. And Ravens are going to be good against the run. So honestly, I'm to go Jones.
2: In my ranks, I have Jones and Barkley above. Um, you know, Henry got shut down against the Texans two weeks ago. Texans, yeah, I think that's uh, true. their their defense is low key good uh, when it comes yeah. to stuff like that. And uh, Connery hate the matchup against Philly. And then Chan, um, again, going up against Baltimore and whatever they're doing with that backfield rotation. So I would go with uh, Aaron Jones. I think that Minnesota game could shoot out. And uh, Saquon Barkley.
3: Yep. yep nice All
1: back. right. And then. Last one here that we got from Finn.
3: Hey, guys. Garrett Wilson, Thursday night game or hold off for Addison or KJ Osborne. So, obviously, Addison's got that injury. So, the backup would be KJ Osborne. We also don't know about the quarterback situation. I think with all of those factors in play, and I don't love the matchup, I think I just go with Garrett Wilson and say cut my losses. (laughs) (laughs)
2: it's it's one of those that in your championship week if garrett wilson goes for a 25 point game against cleveland Mm -hmm. and you play kj osborne and he has seven points you're going to be hating yourself for the next nine months so that's kind of where some of the tiebreaker on it
3: yeah Uh, kj osborne like yeah even if he's the number two doesn't do it for me um especially since they might not even they might they might throw out hall as quarterback so no thanks um all right let's jump through the uh next questions here
1: Yes, sir you, aj you can right. get running backs first you want james cook against the patriots or deandre swift against the cardinals
0: um uh, deandre swift against the cardinals i mean that's that's a given um uh, for for yeah. my fandom i mean Cook's been awesome, um, but I'm I'm going with a bit of a homer pick here. I, think, I knew
1: I'd get it with the homer pick.
0: I think Philly. Well, Swift has been looking really good the last couple weeks, too. They've finally been getting him touches. I don't know if it's because people have been standing outside of the NovaCare complex with signs saying, run the freaking ball, um, or if it's just because they realized you know they need to actually get the run game going to open up this passing game a little bit and, you know, give Jalen a break from having to just take three steps or one step out of shotgun and either take off running or just throw to A.J. Brown automatically. So, um, you know, the the offense did look better this past week, and a big part of that was Swift. So I I think the upside is there for him. I mean, Cook has obviously had the better – breakouts the past few weeks but eh, New England can be stingy I feel like and uh you know it's it's not a given
2: so I'm going to you leaned into your fandom. I'm going to lean into my fandom. I'm going to go with James Cook just slightly above uh, DeAndre Swift. I think you know his rush game usage was still there last week. They ran the ball on first down on like an insane percentage last week against the Chargers. The only thing that disappeared was his pass game usage a little bit, but I do expect that to bounce back. I think that that's the way that you attack New England, but probably out of the running back position is through the air. And so we haven't seen that very much at all with Swift. So any level of PPR format i do defer to james cook i think he's got better through the through the air and we know that neither of those backs are going to be great shots to get the goal line touches but I, I feel a little bit better for cook to get that goal line touch than um the other swift
0: yeah if it's on like the five they might be able to give it to swift but anything cook closer too. than that it's push <laughs> push all day which i'm kind of getting bored with they're, they're scoring
3: points. You I don't, don't like care. <laughs> That's because you don't have Jalen Hurts on your fantasy teams, isn't it? I do. And some of them. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm with James Cook for a lot of the reasons uh, you said, Jeff. So I'll
1: probably just cut that one short and, and move on. I like it. No more sweeps. All right. <laughs> Jeff, do you want Aaron Jones in that shootout potential game against the Vikings or? You know, the opposite side of the field, Ty Chandler against the Packers, which we know is a soft run defense.
2: I like the matchup better for Chandler, but I'm still going to rank Aaron Jones higher. Aaron Jones had 130 yards rushing yards last week. He kind of looked like himself a little bit. I know he's got a designation on for the injury, but I think he'll be okay. Uh, Ty Chandler. It just they moved so far away from the run game last week, which was concerning the way that they just totally abandoned that. And, um, you know, I I don't know with Alexander Madison, Tyler Chandler is so much better than Alexander Madison that they shouldn't be having that conversation, but they still have that conversation and that concerns you stepping into there. Whereas Aaron Jones is not going to get benched for AJ Dillon,
0: no,
3: Joe. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with Aaron Jones, too. Um, you know, I, I think two weeks ago, Aaron Jones came back off injury and looked pretty rough. Um, didn't quite look the same. Didn't have, didn't even have A.J. Dillon there. And so you kind of thought that was a smash spot for him. It just didn't end up being that. Last week, he looked like Aaron Jones again. Um, so I'm way more confident in Aaron Jones uh, this week. You know. I agree with everything you said, Jeff. Ty Chandler is the guy that they should be leaning on, but they just don't want to for whatever reason. You know, he he luckily got an early touchdown to kind of salvage a day uh, for fantasy managers who who stuck with him last week despite Alexander Madison being being active. You know, I, the only thing I'll say about it is that maybe, you know, I would say like... This could be a bit of a high scoring game, but I there's something about this divisional matchup that just has me going, this might be one of those ugly like 17, 22 games, right? To where like there's just not a lot there. Um, so maybe, you know, maybe Chandler gets in the end zone. You would think Jones would, but other than that, like
0: I kind of don't, neither one of them are super high at my rankings, but
3: it is Jones.
0: Yeah, I I will take the sweep with Jones on this. I mean, looking at what Madison did in week eight against Green Bay, nice 16 touches, but uh, turned it into a solid 31 yards for 1.9 average. Um, Only had one reception. Last week he was coming off the injury, two carries for negative one yard. So maybe they are finally deciding they're going to lose some faith in him. He's questionable again. Um, Had a limited practice today. Uh, I, I think Chandler is, is the far and away better option of those two right now. Um, but, yeah, I, I would take Jones either way.
1: Oh, you guys are no fun. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> it's all right. The the difficulty increases with the wide receivers. Uh, <laughs> just so you know, Jeff, in this one, you get to start two and sit one on their ass on the bench. All right. So, Joe. You want Puka Nakua against the Giants, DJ Moore against the Falcons, or Stefan Diggs against the Patriots?
3: So I am going to pick oh. – and it's tough, man, because Diggs has not really done much lately. Um, but I'm going to stick with him, and I'm going to go back to Puka. Like, you, it's really hard to go away from Puka – uh, DJ Moore man like i i want it's really hard to rely on this passing game uh in Chicago right now it's kind of a mess um you know DJ Moore's had a, a an overall good season uh but it's it's really like four or five games other than that man it's it's been bad and i know it's you know fields hasn't been there for all of them but I mean, last week was like you thought was a really good spot for D.J. Moore, and he just did nothing. Um, So I'm going to shy away from that. And, you know, we're talking about kind of like sneaky, decent, good defenses. The the Falcons can can surprise teams. You know, that secondary is a lot better than people think, you know, second best against wide receivers. So um, I'm going to I'm going to bench D.J. Moore out of
0: those three. Yeah, I'm doing the same. I mean, Moore's probably looking at lining up against A.J. Terrell. Um, I don't like that matchup for him. Uh, I mean, I love D.J. Moore. He's explosive at times and, and has shown it. But I just think that, like like Joe said, this is a, a very underrated secondary in Atlanta. Um, and Diggs had a decent game against New England earlier in the year, um, You know, found the end zone, so... I can see him finding the end zone again this week in a game. You know, Buffalo is just cruising right now, and you know, they're looking to potentially try to win that division, um, which I believe still in reach. They're only one back from Miami. And if Miami loses this week against Baltimore, then it's very interesting final game with the two of those facing off. Um, so I'm
2: I, I, games I back.
0: Would, what's that?
3: Buffalo and Dolphins. Two games back.
2: They need they need Miami to lose too. Or they need that's what it is. Uh, Baltimore, okay. and they need a win. So if and that they happens, would, they've already beat they Miami once this year. So they'd play each other head to head week 18, and Buffalo yeah. would have the sweep head to head So what it was. that's how they make up two games.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, so I'm I'm going with Diggs and um uh, uh and Puka.
2: I'm gonna make it a sweep. Um I do Absent any us. other matchup. <laughs> you know, you talked about the Falcons <laughs> being good against the um, wide receivers, and they are. And any other matchup, I think I would have DJ Moore over Steph on Diggs. Mm-hmm. I'm Me too. very yeah. very concerned about digs, but I just think it's a horrible matchup. For Atlanta and Chicago, I expect that to be just a brutal, brutal. It'll be fun to if you like physical football and kind of low-scoring games. That'll be a fun game, but I don't expect that game to shoot out in, in any regards. And Diggs I mean, at some point you would think they'd have to get Diggs going a little bit going into the playoffs, but who knows? I don't know. I said they'll just rely
3: time. on their like one every four games from Gabe Davis and yeah, yeah be happy with it.
2: Josh Allen just bowling people over and hurdling people. Third and eight, we're gonna hurdle somebody eight yards oh, short of the line.
1: <laughs> it's a fun offense to watch, though. Yeah. All right, out of the next here, AJ, and uh, you get Amari Cooper mm. coming off that red hot week against the Jets. Nico Collins against the Titans, or Garrett Wilson against the Browns.
0: Uh, I mean, we kind of already touched on Wilson a little bit. It's not a great matchup for him. Um, you know, he's been solid this year, but this, this could be the week to bench him. You know, Collins is yet again questionable heading into the week. Um only went 4 for 18 last year's week or last year. Sorry, last week against Cleveland, um his week was really saved by finding the end zone um and getting four catches on six targets. I think, you know, he didn't get to play in, in the Tennessee game two weeks ago because of injury. So, I think he's going to be, you know, a valuable asset that they're going to be looking for. And Amari Cooper, I'm I'm not benching him right now, um, yeah. although he is also questionable. Um, yeah, saw that coming into this week due to a heel issue. Looks like um, he was a non participant in practice uh during the week, blah 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 because he complained about it. So uh I guess that was that was I'm sorry, that was going into last week it looked like. Um but yeah, eleven for two sixty five, two touchdowns. Um got me fifty three points in my ESPN league. So I am rolling with him in the championship game that I'm in, thanks to him. <laughs>
2: There's a better chance than not that if you're in your championship game and you have Amari Cooper, it's because of Amari Cooper. I don't think you're going to sit him um, next week. You just can't. I mean, that's bad bad karma to sit the guy that got you there. And then (laughs) um, yeah, Tennessee is just so much better matchup than Cleveland is. And so and CJ Stroud is going to be should hopefully be back. Hopefully he doesn't miss right. Of concussion, yeah. so he's missed the last two games. Missed that first game against the Titans. Titans have just been horrid against the pass, and so I think that Collins gives you a lot higher upside than Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson might have more predictable volume, but what is that going to mean against a Brown difficult Browns defense?
3: Yeah, I'm 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 with you guys. Uh, Garrett Wilson's my sit at, out of these three. Yeah, um, hopefully hope Stroud comes I, back. Yeah, I guess I was. If Stroud doesn't play it does make Collins and Wilson decision a little tougher because I just, the offense is bad, you know, without Stroud there in Houston. Um, I still think I lean Nico and this Garrett Wilson's just not like, you can tell he's frustrated on the sidelines. He keeps going over to Aaron Rodgers and like barking in his ear. He's just like, "Ah, please come back. (laughs) It's not happening, man. Next year.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you touched on that though, because I mean, when I wrote these questions, I d- it was before the update. CJ Stroud had practice today, which is definitely positive news for Nico Collins, but if he didn't play, you know, get in case Keenum, you know, does that factor into your decision at all? So I'm it glad does. you touched on that. Yep. Definitely does. All right. So Jeff, you get to finish off the wide receivers here. Another hot receiver coming off last week, George Pickens against the Seahawks Drake London against the bears. Or Adam Thielen against the Jaguars.
2: I know you don't know this. This is twisting the knife on on me, man. Because I had a one one point loss in the semis that I played Drake London in, and I had a one point loss in the semis that I sat George Pickens in in two different leagues. Oh, so, uh, my Pickens apologies. And Drake London are just are just brutal um, for me. But no, it's it's you didn't know that, and so it's a lot of fun to be here at this point. Um, but I think my bitterness overflows at arthur smith and drake lennon at this point that to the where i'm just going to sit them um you know Thielen i think is a little bit more of a predictable outcome predictable volume and i just drake lennon had that explosion three weeks ago and they you know suck everybody back in but i mean pickens from what he showed last week it seems like pickens has a higher ceiling going up against seattle and we just talked about a couple of questions ago, the Chicago Atlanta game kind of being a game that you know makes me a little bit nervous.
3: Yeah, I, I'm sitting Drake Landon too. I just kind of want nothing to do with this Atlanta this Atlanta offense. Um it's super hard to rely on anybody. You know, I was kind of hoping last week like uh you know now that Arthur Smith's on the hot seat he's gonna start using his guys. No, it just it is what it is, man. Um it, Pickens is gonna probably revert back to being George Pickens. Let's be real. Um, don't expect 195 yards and in two t- two tutties again. You know, it's just not gonna happen. Uh, you know, two eighty yard plays or whatever it was. It's just no. Um Adam Thielen is the clear safest of these. He gets just boring volume. Um Probably not going to score anymore because that offense just isn't working. But he at least sees, you know, six, seven, eight, nine targets a game. We'll catch five or six of them for 60, 70 yards. Maybe he fa- falls in the end zone. He's the safest one. George Pickens got the highest ceiling. Drake London's sort
0: of just no thanks. Oof. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I look at, you know, Thielen and just based on, his consistency throughout early in the season, I guess I will give him the nod. He's kind of been up and down towards the end here, but um, you know, Jacksonville has been friendly to opposing receivers as well. Um, And especially if T law doesn't play in that game, I feel like Carolina actually has a chance to stay in the game. Um, Maybe pull out win number three, who knows Um, London on the other hand, you know, you're looking at at uh, from from the buy after the buy week twelve. You know, came out of the buy strong with a five for ninety one performance, but then followed it up against the strong Jets defense with one catch for eight yards, um, and then he broke out ten for one hundred seventy two. So that came out of nowhere. Uh, you know, it seems like, and since then he's only had half as many catches. Um, so I, I'm I'm off of London as well. Um, I'll, I'll ride with uh, with Thielen and um, Pickens.
1: All right, uh, tight uh, To close no, it out, I, I accidentally lied to AJ in the private chat. We do have a question, <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm. Malcolm asks, uh, "Flex one, you got Nico, D Hop, T Higgins, Derrick Henry, A Chan, Connor, Keenan Allen, if he plays." Oh.
3: When my first. You could, you if you want Higgins.
2: to play it, uh, I'm going to go T. Higgins. I think out of this mm. group, um, what we kind of saw last week, he had kind of saved his day with a big touchdown, but he did have eight targets, and so I do expect that. I mean, uh, Jamar Chase might be back, which might change my answer on that, but right now, that's where I would go.
0: Yeah, uh, Higgins kind of. You know, made me eat some crow because I was the only person that didn't pick him in the receiver question last week uh, with Chase being out. And it was looking good for a while. I was like, yeah, all right. I think I got. Oh, never mind. (laughs) So then that changed quickly. Um, uh, Yeah, I, I do think he has the best the best upside here, though.
3: Yeah, I'd probably go Higgins, although if Allen plays that's tough man. You just you you know Allen is is going to see just an enormous amount of targets with Easton um, Stick
0: though, mm-hmm. do we?
3: I mean, hey, Gerald should, Everett has been seeing, you, you know, should. a ton of volume. So I would think Keenan Allen can see, you know, he may not get his 15 like he was uh every week, but I think, you know, Eight, nine, ten could easily be in in the rumble of possibilities for him. You know, you just i I think that touchdown upside for Allen gets knocked way down with with stick, which is why Eileen Higgins yeah. um just slightly still.
1: So, All right, now we can go <laughs> on to the tight ends.
3: I think Dion had one too. Evans, Iuka Rice, yeah. Um, oh. It's uh, yeah. it was a while ago. Forgot, yeah, that's that, that yeah. one.
0: It's uh, uh Evans. I lean, from... yeah, Evans. I, I would go that order. to cool. like Ayuk, man. i has got the super good matchup, though, man. Know. You know,
3: like that's that stuff. Those two are close, man. They're all close, mm-hmm. but I, I, I do lean Evans. He, it's hard to go away from Evans, man. He's been so, so good.
2: Is Marcus Lattimore out? I think he is. If he's not, that, I know, actually. that is that's always the that's always <laughs> the, the bugaboo on Mike Evans, it seems like it just yeah. I know that there I mean you get a fist fight literally thrown out of the game five minutes. Into I
0: mean, the game. hey, he uh he
3: got mm-hmm. him earlier in the year, right?
0: Lattimore. I think he is out. Yeah, he's, he's on that. IR.
3: No, <clears throat> well, then there you go. <laughs> I do Even I, better.
2: I, I, um, is the top choice that's here. A, Just that match-up. matchup. I like that.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm in
3: a, it's tough. They're, they're very close for me. All, all three of these guys are right there, man. That's a, that's a tough decision. That's, that's one of those. Mike, why didn't you think of that question? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I didn't think you can Evans with that yeah. close with the hill, bro. <laughs>
3: that wouldn't have been a sweep. It sounds like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm literally looking at my, my lone championship and then my three, two or three different third place matchups. Like crap. What are my questions here? Like, who am I trying to pick here to get, <laughs> you can ask get the, all the higher, highest AJ. possible outcome enough on here. Let's
3: What's get that? to the, uh, the tight end question <laughs> and, and close this out.
1: <clears throat> all right, Joe, Tucker craft no. against the Vikings. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Tucker Kraft <laughs> I don't <against> want
2: to... <laughs>
1: <laughs> just be happy. There's no taste Hill in this Tucker craft against the Vikings or Darren Waller against the Rams.
3: Uh... Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Kyle Pitts. no uh darren walter (laughs) i don't know man um i'll go darren walter um he just gotta hope for volume there um it's it's not neither one of those guys are are doing anything you know i I do like tyrod as a you know not a streamable quarterback play excuse me but i think you know he's he has proven that he can, you know, he protects the ball. He can move it downfield. You know, Waller's one more week healthier. Hopefully he kind of gets gets things rolling a little bit. Um that neither one of those guys are are a super exciting plays. Good luck if you gotta choose between them.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna lean Waller on this. Um just looking at the Rams against the tight end, the matchup is really nice. You know, three of the last four weeks, you know, they've got given up a touchdown to the tight end position. Um, They've given up uh 19 total receptions for quite a decent amount of yardage. I can't do that quick math in my head. Uh The outlier there is really the week 15 game against Washington. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. Um, where the Rams, you know, were actually tight against the tight end, only gave up one, one reception for seven yards. So, I think that's more of a Washington problem, um, not a Cleveland, Baltimore, yes. New Orleans problem. <laughs> uh, and, and the week before that, week twelve, you know, they gave up eight for eighty-six. I'm guessing most of that was probably all Trey McBride. So, tight ends can be uh, can be valuable against the Rams. I'm I'm going with Waller.
2: I believe I saw a note today that Luke Musgrave is back at practice, and mm. if Musgrave is active, that just eliminates Tucker Craft entirely. Um, so I'd, by default, leaning that direction because I know that I think he was practicing last week too, and so I know that his window's been open for a little bit to come off IR. So I would yeah. lean Darren Waller.
0: All right.
3: Yeah. Again. Neither, neither tight end Ferguson all day. Yes. <laughs> I. I I think not an option. (laughs) Evan Ingram.
1: (laughs) At least I can always fall back on knowing that I'll get AJ with a Homer question. I just got to throw an Eagles player in there. There you go.
0: I I mean, that one was, that was tough for me though. That was, that was a close one. (laughs) I like, I almost Um, just totally didn't hear you say James cook. I was just like, blah, 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 blah. Or Deandre said, what? Oh, clearly. I mean, (laughs) the answer is sweat. Do have one
3: here, uh, Hayden, Javante, or Brian Robinson if he plays. Ooh, that's actually a pretty interesting one.
2: Javante um, for me. Um, I think I'm I leaning
3: just
0: you gotta hope that you know you gotta think they're just gonna
3: lean on yeah. <laughs> lean on the run game. To yeah, I,
0: I think keep him in it i think p ryan could even have some sneaky like middle value this week um just as a dump play for for stidham because he's not going to know what the hell to do all right yep. i think that's it all
3: right uh jeff uh, i want to thank you for coming on and uh and joining us it was a great conversation i uh, hope everybody uh can use your advice to help them win. And, uh, but before you go, man, let everybody know where, uh, they can find you and what, you know, I know the season's over, but you know what you got going on, you know, maybe it's off season. (laughs)
2: Yeah. So you can find me on Twitter at For Whom J Bell Tolls. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. First and foremost, I really appreciate you both and I really appreciate this opportunity. I always love these conversations because it gets me thinking about my ranks, moving some guys uh-huh. around and digging in deeper. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter at For Whom J Bell Tolls. You find me with Football Guys and really moving through the offseason. Our first big deliverable that we're going to have is going to be the Football Guys Rookie Guide. We did it, debuted it last year. We're going to follow up bigger, better, longer or whatever it might be. And so that will be a free download. And and usually what you have to do is you have to sign up for the football guys newsletter, and you'll be able to get a free copy of that rookie guide when we do release it. And then, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, last year we got up to like 150 pages on it. So it, it is uh, awesome. definitely a worthwhile free public- publication on that. Um, but then throughout the offseason, doing Dynasty content at Football Guys, I'm the Dynasty mm-hmm. captain over there. So wow. kind of cranking through the rookie content, cranking through the offseason content. Um, and then once the season starts, I do the DFS show over there. I do the dynasty show and you can pick up that weekly. The other thing with the dynasty show, that'll be a weekly deliverable and you'll be getting the entire rookie class really from now until the, the NFL draft. We'll drop weekly rookie episodes on that too. NFL draft episodes on that. So make sure to awesome. check that out through the off season. And thank you guys so much for having me.
3: Yeah, yeah man, it was it was a pleasure, man. Awesome, uh, thank you. Awesome and, uh, catching up and talking. yeah, uh, good. Yeah, exactly. Good, good talking. And, um, then I'll, Say anything to you before then? Uh, happy New Year and uh, good luck in uh, any of your matchups this week.
0: Yeah, man. Get those chips. Happy New yeah. Year. All
3: right. How are we going, Jeff? Thanks, Jeff. You too. All right, AJ. Um, so, everybody who's still around, um, this is going to be our last show of the fantasy football season. Uh, we're going to take off next week. Look, let's just be real. There's not a lot of you playing. And um, as we kind of said earlier on, I'm kind of burnt out. <laughs> uh,
1: are you burnt are... out enough to answer one more question from Jamie?
3: Oh, I guess. Jamie, I suppose, man. Uh, <laughs> would you start Shahid oh, or something. chasing the pick twice from last week.
0: Both. <laughs> Flex one.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: uh, I think I'm going with pick. Pickens. I think I would go Pickens. I mean, shahid has been inconsistent over the past. Shahid few gets like, I but mean,
3: he's he's got to get a deep bomb, like, a, bomb. and and it's just that's hard to rely on. I know Pickens hasn't been great, but I mean, hey, one one game with Mason Rudolph, and I mean, he was the guy, so maybe that's going to continue. Uh, that's all I got to hope for with those two. I'd rather go with something that's. At least one for one. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, we got another one from Dion, Goddard or Ferguson, going
0: Ferguson. No. Sorry, AJ. Terrible. Terrible. God, Goddard's not been good. Goddard <laughs> would have been even better if it wasn't for that slip and in interception pick six that he caused. So well, he caused it. <laughs> so there you go. I I well, that's the funny thing. Like but uh, just, just quick sidebar so my my buddies from home and i were on the text had to ask an
3: eagles question huh dion yeah
0: thank you dion uh (laughs) thank you for the platform um it is our last show i mean i might as well ramble on for another 20 minutes um so yeah they're like oh that's on goddard that's on goddard i'm like yeah it is but in the stat sheet it's still an interception on hertz so is it on goddard yeah
3: yes yes it is all right (laughs) yes i did (laughs) um yeah we'll be back uh we'll be back in late january early february um we will be switching to baseball though so we do uh cover baseball uh on this show as well probably through what Mm mid-june uh early july whatever it ends up being um I will be sprinkling in some football content. I know we're going to have J.J. Schultz doing our Dynasty podcast uh, through the offseason, so I might jump on there with him. Um, we're going to have a whole bunch of our own rookie content as well, so we're going to be doing some stuff there. Um, but I did talk with uh, DAP Scout today, and he's going to be back with us this, this right. season for baseball, so I'm totally stoked to have him back on the show because – God knows I can't talk to this guy about
0: baseball. Um, I need, I need that to save me uh, or no, me. And <laughs> Dap needs me to make things funny because he can't just sit and listen to you troll on for an hour. Sure. Uh, just don't cover the Royals.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah, we could probably make that happen. Uh, but anyway, So, yeah. So, we'll, uh, but yeah. So, I'll be around. Uh, Obviously, you know, we'll be doing, you know, we'll be doing mock drafts and things like that, rookie content as well. I'll be jumping in with some of that stuff. But uh, I I usually try to leave that, you know, that rookie stuff to the dynasty guys who pay a lot more attention to that than I do. So, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I've had a great year, guys. I've had fun, even though I am a little burnt out. Jamie, that's awesome, man. Helping you win seven championships. I wish I had your luck this year. I got bounced all my semis outside of one so yeah. um so yeah just a l- last thing I want to say I, I was already starting to say it, but I'll continue thank you everybody who tuned into this show this season we I've had a blast you know this year whether it be baseball or football um and you know we appreciate you guys for for tuning in each and every week hitting that subscribe button hit those like buttons um leaving those comments talking to us on here um as well as like the sunday show that we do and anything else that that we've jumped on here and done um it's been awesome and of course the members over phase six pack and and everybody in the discord you know uh talking to us on there just it's been awesome like it's the first year we've, we've done all of that so i'm looking for bigger and better things next year for the site and for our youtube channel so
0: yeah uh i i just want to echo joe's sentiments there too you know we've had we've had an awesome time this year i mean i've had a great time getting to to know people more just through answering comments you know all the guys that are out there tonight uh jamie obviously every week you're on here man we we truly appreciate you jumping in and and jumping on silly silly string picks with us dion's (laughs) on here all the time um we got js we got malcolm tonight you know you guys you guys are why we do this you know we, we Albert's love the around comments. all the
3: time too so
0: yeah bob dole, bob dole. Um, <laughs> mr scampers you know you guys you guys scampers are why we do been this around a while where's he been at um
2: and Fine,
0: yeah. you know it's it's been fun you, you make it worthwhile and you know we love the questions you know it, it helps us with our content it helps us with how we want to, you know, try to gear the shows around because this is what we're trying to do with this, this one. And, you know, we kind of switched things up this year to do the start sit. And uh, I think it turned out really well. Um, you know, we got a lot of positive feedback. So keep it coming. Jump on Discord. Get a subscription. Come <laughs> check us out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> One last one. Keith. The ticker there uh, at the bottom. <laughs> that's, that's for the Eagles, I mean, Eagles know your Giants Keith. on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and uh hopefully again in new york but we'll we'll see that one that one might be a little more dicey if uh you know tommy two-tone and his uh weird-ass agent aren't on the sidelines uh, yeah, i don't think that i don't think that's actually happening <laughs> yeah i think new york's so, gonna figure something else out probably but, um but either way um i'll end it there you know thanks again check out check us out on the site check us out on discord we're there on uh, twitter you know twitter either or you know whatever you guys have and uh you know it's cool that's cool Jamie so do I so we'll we we'll <laughs> yeah, I think uh we'll save it for next we, year <laughs> we gave up on it a little bit uh here's uh, a big briefcase of IOU we had the uh
3: we had the we had the sick week for both of us and right. then all of a sudden I was like you know what I just don't really feel like doing it anymore. Yeah. Maybe that's why String was fun, but we'll we'll come up with something some else next year. String. It'll be a little a little more fun. So um yeah. so yeah Again, thank you guys and um, good luck in week 17 and your championships. Hope you take them all down. Uh, have a good one.
0: All right. See you. Happy New Year.